Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight, another episode of Boxing News today. We're going to start off with a little bit of news out of the heavyweight division because we have a fight coming up on Saturday uh, featuring a couple of old-timers, Derek Chisora and Kubrat Pulev. We'll meet for a second time over at the O2 Arena in London. Uh, I think they battled, let's see, have a quick look here. That's six years on from their 12-round battle for the European heavyweight title that was held at the Barclay Card Arena in Hamburg, Germany last time. And it was uh, the Bulgarian Pulev who came out on top. Anyway, he's uh, he's now 29-2 with 14 knockouts and still uh, still contending for a position up top of the heavyweight division, as is uh, British favorite Chisora, who's 32-12 and 12 with 23 knockouts. But, you know, I, I personally think their time has come and gone. So we'll see. We'll see what happens on this particular night. Uh, I look forward to the result. I'm not going to watch the fight, though. Uh, but here's something that uh, Eddie Hearn said. Um, I'm delighted to get this fight over the line. Initially, we worked on some other opponents for Derek and Derek Chisora, but this fight came out of nowhere a few days ago, and I absolutely absolutely love it. I think the strap line total carnage is absolutely perfect for this fight in terms of the buildup and in terms of the fight itself. Expect the unexpected, but expect a thriller at the O2 on July 9th. Both men have been long-standing fixtures of the World Heavyweight Division, and it's all or nothing at the O2 for both. As defeat could lead to the end of the road, fans can expect a huge undercard and a brilliant main event for another brilliant bet. <laughs> okay, it's going to be brilliant. Um, this rematch between two of the heavyweight division's most exciting fighters, I challenge that statement, is sure to be a sensational showdown that takes over the O2, said Ed Breeze. Executive Vice President writes at DAZN, we look forward to broadcasting this event to fans around the world as part of a stacked and still growing slate of can't-miss fight nights all summer long on DAZN. My God, can these guys fight? All right, that's enough of that. Now let's move over to a cute little story out of Basingstoke, England. Boxing coach Rocky Williams says he knew protege Finley Judd was a talent after overseeing a martial arts session with him as a schoolboy. Williams, who owns Team SBJ Gym in Basingstoke, first met Judd as a teenager where he spotted his talent for combat sports at an early age. From there, Judd continued to practice MMA as well as boxing and jiu-jitsu before back injury curtailed his promising start in the sport. However, Judd was still able to box and after honing his skills further, the 23-year-old welterweight has since become a professional boxer and has won all three of his bouts so far. And he's set to return to the ring in July, where he'll face Ivan Nagak. Najak? Najakak. At London's, sorry, sorry, Ivan. Uh, at London's iconic York Hall. Um, I teach martial, I teach mixed martial arts and was teaching a kid's class back in 2011. It wasn't boxing, it was just self-defense. And Finley came along when he was about 15 years of age. Uh, From the first lesson, I said to his mom that he's going to be a champion. From that session, I could see what I call fight readiness. They might not necessarily be skillful because they don't know the techniques, but there's a natural readiness. The only thing he wasn't too good at was kicking. I knew he did a bit of messing about with his cousin, but when we trained in that first session, he had natural speed and head movement. That's where he got the original nickname, the natural one, uh, because everything came to him naturally. After, re- after recently receiving his license, the bout also means Williams will be able to be in Judd's corner for the first time 
something he believes will only improve the 22-year-old's performance on the night. It's a box ticker to fight at your hall. He's fought in environments like that where he was on the white collar scene. It's going to be a good one for us both uh, to experience together, helping him call the shots and him looking stylish doing it. So a good little story out of Basingstoke for a, look like a, a rising prospect in the welterweight division out of uh, the UK. And it's good to uh, get some decent quotes out of a, a boxing coach who's also on the rise, it seems, fellow by the name of Rocky Williams. Let's move along to Canada, where we rarely talk about uh, Canadian boxers unless they're fighting abroad. But this particular fight will take place uh, a little bit east of, uh, in between Toronto and Montreal, a civic complex in Cornwall. That'll take place on the 6th of August between Tony Lewis and Steve Claggett. Cornwall boxer Tony Lewis is 29 and 5 with 10 knockouts, and Alberta's Steve Claggett, who's 37, well, 31, 7 and 2, with 21 knockouts, will finally fight the war that boxing fans have been asking for. The two Canadians will face off on August 6th at the Civic Complex in Cornwall in a boxing card presented by Live Co. Boxing. Few events are as exciting as a fight where two boxers are at the crossroads. Indeed, this confrontation can open doors for the winner, while it can have the opposite effect for his rival. Lewis' last fight was last March when he fought in the ring at the sumptuous Madison Square Gardens. It was a return to action following a 19-month layoff with COVID having world plans for many. This bout with Claggett will be his 35th fight, and he's determined to get back to winning. It says, in my last fight against Blauza, I wanted to show what I can still do. I think that I and the fans deserved a much better result, but the way my son matches Claggett's, I don't see any losers here, and the biggest winners will be the fans. For his part, Claggett, who's been more active as in the last over the last few months, he has signed uh, two he signed he signed two wins by knockout. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He signed two wins by knockout. His confidence is therefore as peak, and he has a strong desire to get back in the ring and go for a third consecutive win and thus continue his momentum. This is a great fight for Canadian boxing. It's an explosive matchup. Two experienced warriors with blood and guts and two fighters who put it on the line every time. August 6th is going to be a fireworks display, said the Calgary native. Now we will see who has worked the hardest and who has been the most effort and who, out, who will come out on top when the bell rings at Claggett. This fight has been building for a long time and there will be no turning back. Let's see who wants it more. Lewis concludes, Claggett and I have similar journeys, beating the odds, making our way as warriors and competing at the highest level without looking back. We always knew this day would come, but we didn't know when. Now we know. All right, there you go. Some fight news out of Canada, specifically uh, from Cornwall, Ontario. And uh, let's get back to some heavyweight action, uh, something that we rarely talk about here in Talking Fight. Um, Andy Ruiz Jr. said he's almost ready for his fight against Ruiz King Kong Ortiz on September 4th. That'll be featured on Fox uh, Sports uh, PBC pay-per-view at this crypto arena in Los Angeles, formerly the Stable Center. The massive amount of weight that Ruiz has taken off the last two years hasn't improved his game and might have diminished his punch resistance, says this writer, Dan Ambrose. When you have a fighter that has been chunky their entire career, like Ruiz, it's better to not tinker with that and try to take off too much weight, he says. Boxing fans on social media don't understand the logic behind Ruiz promoters placing his fight against the 43-year-old Ortiz, 
He was 33-2, I might add, with 28 knockouts. Uh, still, they're likely counting on people celebrating Labor Day weekend to purchase the fight. That would be Funk Sports pay per view. The former unified heavyweight champ, Ruiz, who's 34 and 2, did I mention that? 34 and 2, 22 knockouts, isn't revealing what his weight is. Still, he looks slim, not the obese 283 pounder that lost to Anthony Joshua back in uh, Saudi Arabia in December 2019. What's unclear is whether that weight loss has improved the 32 year old Ruiz because he looked poor in his last fight against the 40 year old Chris Ariola the previous year in May. Ariola dropped Ruiz in the second round and had him badly hurt. If Ariola were a few years younger, he would have finished off Ruiz. It's not a big shock that Ruiz looked so poor against Ariola, considering he was coming up a one-and-a-half-year layoff, and they'd been enjoying the millions of dollars he had made from his two fights with British heavyweight Anthony Joshua. Now a rich man, Ruiz is fighting to love the sport rather than to support himself. With Ruiz's net worth estimated at $10 million bucks. He's pretty wealthy, and it must be difficult for him to continue with his labor of love. On the undercard, by the way, uh, Isaac Pitbull Cruz going toe to toe against Eduardo Ramirez, Jose Valenzuela against Giselle Corrales, and Abner Marais versus Miguel Flores. And for the last uh, item for today, I'm going to move you over to uh, the O2 Arena again for uh, what's going to be a, quite a historic championship battle between four young ladies. Two heated rivalries will come to a head on Saturday, September 10th in a historic championship doubleheader at the O2 Arena in London, says this particular story. Uh, courtesy of BoxingNews24.com, let's read it. The previously announced co-main event uh, will see two-time Olympic gold medalist Clarissa Shields, the WBC, WBA, IBF, and Magazine middleweight champ, Aim to once again become the undisputed at 100, 160 pounds by facing longtime rival and WBO title holder Savannah Marshall. Shields and Marshall faced off as amateurs with Marshall edging Shields by decision at the 2012 Women's World Championships that were held in China. Shields went 77-1 as an amateur and is the only female boxer to win undisputed titles in two weight classes. In the co-feature, Michaela Mayer will look to get one step closer to becoming the first undisputed champ in her division by putting her WBO, IBF, Ring Magazine junior lightweight titles on the line against WBC champ Alicia Baumgartner. A total of seven world titles and two Ring Magazine belts will be on the line. This is being promoted by our friends at Salida Promotions and Boxer Theo XXER in association with top-ranked Shields Marshall Maya Baumgartner and Undercart Bats will stream live and exclusively on ESPN Plus in the U.S. Mayor, who's 17 and 0, by the way, with five knockouts, is a Los Angeles native who achieved international recognition when she represented the U.S. at the 2016 Rio Olympics. The following year, she signed with Top Rank and unleashed an impressive run of victories, including a one side decision over Yui Blagnica in October 2020 to capture the WBO 130 pound title. Next year, she unified the WBO and IBF titles in an action-packed slugfest against Meva Hamaduch, which also earned her the Ring Belt Magazine, uh, Ring Magazine Belt. In her last outing, she retained her titles with a decisive win over former champ Jennifer Hahn. Mayor is confident she'll take a positive step forward towards becoming undisputed champion. 
Uh, Bomb Gartner for her parts, 12 and 1, 7 knockouts, a five year pro, would burst on the scene by traveling to Sheffield, England, to challenge WBC champ Terry Harper. Uh, though fighting on enemy turf in front of thousands of British fans, the native of Fremont, Ohio, landed a perfectly timed counter right hand that knocked Harper out on her feet. Bomb Gartner then made her first defense of her crown in April with a shutter decision over former Unified World Champion Edith Soledad uh, Mathisi. After months of exchanges on social media, Baumgartner did not mince her words about Mayer. Baumgartner said, When we are both great, an old mayor is going to, is still going to be having Alicia Baumgartner flashbacks. When she is lying horizontally in the ring, Mayer will think back to the first time my name left her mouth and she's going to wish it hadn't. I guess we're going to find out if Virginia George has a chin. Not only will Mayer feel my power, but her descendants are also going to feel what I do to her. Not only will I take Mayor's belts, but I'll take everything from her. She'll be lucky if I let her keep her name. I'm not haunting her dreams before the fight. I'll be, I will be after it. If you come at the queen, you best not miss. On the bright side for Mayor, a loss to me will be the best result on her resume. <laughs> great stuff from the women. Love it. Thanks for joining me here on Talking Fight for another great episode of uh, Boxing News today. I remember joining us later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time for Knuckle Up, which you might for and Cedric Ben. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Cheers. See you later.